Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and I want to thank you for joining us this evening. We are going to be connecting to our roots, and this is opportunity for us to uh, reconnect to how potentially we want to relate to the food that we put in our body. So during this segment, uh, since being that anyone that's the equator or in the North American continent, we're still in the season of summer, and temperatures can be warmer. This is a time where less food is typically taken in, and cooler foods are digested. This can help us hydrate, cleanse, and clear our entire system. Also can help facilitate if we are um, a little bit heat sensitive and warm. So before we dive in tonight, I wanted just to share some alchemy with the connectivity to how we relate to the food and that actually this is a living organism that we're putting in our body and it really directly relates how we relate to it. So right now, as it stands here on planet Earth, we have a lot of foods that are manufactured for us, and our taste buds have been so altered that we don't even understand what it means to actually abide in food that is closest to its original form, its plant form. And there are a lot of trends out there where people are raw foodies and all these things. However, I always take things back to nature and I look at observed bears or deers or different animals that are quite hardy in the woods and they're eating simple things like berries and leaves and grass. And remembering that while we have opportunity to treat ourselves to cooking and culture and family and friends, there's also simplicity to how we can actually feed ourselves on a regular basis. And then when we have those gatherings, use that as an opportunity to mindfully indulge. So a couple things to check in with you for yourself, and this is, can be a daily practice when you go to eat. Are you eating? Uh, what do, are you eating? Do you think about it? And then are you sitting down and mindfully eating? Are you taking the time to be present with the food. So this is a great indicator to realize what's going on in your in your world because all of a sudden if you're really really busy and you aren't eating at all, then you're realizing that you're not taking time to nourish yourself. And then if you're really really busy that you might be placing food in your mouth rather rapidly or eating at odd times. So, uh you can connect with that and see where that takes you and just bring it in as an awareness then you can also notice are you eating emotionally we'll go into some of these matters as we dive further and further into the roots Uh, but we can notice do we eat when we're bored do we eat when we're stressed do we eat because we're not comfortable with ourselves do we eat to nourish ourselves or are we eating out of fear because we feel we need to eat a certain way in order to survive? Are we eating 
a lot because we're afraid that we're not going to have another meal. So when we dine, there's a lot of things that occur, and we realize that uh, the foods we're putting in our body, our mental state, uh, how we feel about ourselves are all directly related to the foods we're eating. So we'll start there, and I just am going to seed our conversation that way. I would ask in this moment just for you to have a review today what you ate, and did you listen to your body? Are you comfortable in your body? While you think about that, we're going to play a song called Comfortable in My Skin by Xavier Rudd. He's been touring through Europe and um, in this moment in space, which is the year 2013, summer 2013 in North America, winter of 2013 in the Southern Hemisphere, and he's also going to be uh, on the North American continent shortly. So connect right now to his words, comfortable in my skin, and there's some hidden messages in there, and they directly definitely relate to our earth and to the food that is being produced for us right now. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes and connect.
Mm, no suffering at all. That sounds yummy. This That was Xavier Rudd, Comfortable in My Skin. So the reason I like to play that song is so multifaceted, from loving ourselves to loving ourselves enough to put the right things into our body. So when we think about that, when we think about what we want to put in our body, at first we might be inclined depending on where we grew up, how we were fed, and we don't need to blame anyone. It's just how it is or was or will continue be, to be until it's not anymore. Uh, that has a direct relationship on the, your base energies, your foundation, your core. So when we evaluate how and why and where we're eating and when, we can quickly identify if we have some root fears that are unresolved, if we have anxiety and stress that we're not paying attention to. And when we ignore it, this is how we can uh, find our way down pathways of suffering. So a simple way to avoid that is to become a proactive, engaged eater, (laughs) eating with your food, communing with your food, and nature. So tonight, I'm going to share a little bit about some of my favorite foods to indulge in this time of year. They're in season where I am, and they're very nourishing to our ecosystem. The one thing I want to state, because right now there's a lot of trends uh, with herbology, different types of food alchemy, all these different things. They've become language that we're hearing in mainstream media and neighbors and communities, eating seasonally, eating locally, is that it's really important to empower yourself, to educate yourself. Just because I'm sharing something with you does not make it the word. I really encourage you to educate yourself, read up, do research. And then you can do that, and that will satiate the left hemisphere of your brain. Then I really encourage you to satiate the right hemisphere by communing with the food, connecting with the food, and listening to your body. Once you open up these pathways of communication, you will begin to hear, oh, I need an avocado right now. And you might spend many days eating an avocado and realize that's what I need right now. For instance, I have a plum tree out back. It's producing plums. I make this yummy plum potion. To, it's very hydrating. I can't consume it all, so I freeze a little bit and then I drink it. But all the animals come and eat these plums, and only this time of year, and that's when they get their plum fix. So start to think about it in that manner, that maybe we weren't designed to always be indulging in really big meals every single day with a lot of flavors and all that different stuff. Uh, and also we have to think about where we live in the world and what's grown there and to listen to our body and that not all foods were meant to be consumed in large quantities. So we'll hear these new trends. This is really good for you. doesn't mean that you're to eat a large quantity of it. <laughs> so first we're going to talk about the coconut. It's been really tropical here in Southern California the past few days. It makes me feel like the islands, which I love. My body really harmonizes with that humidity and that moisture. 
coconuts are a beautiful hydrator. They're a probiotic. They uh, hydrate our system, and they have uh, the ability to help maintain your skin balance, uh, regenerate your skin. They're great. The flesh is in the if you get the oil, it's really good to put on during the summer months, after sun, and during the sun. Now this is hard for a lot of people because they're so conditioned with sunscreen, they're so conditioned in using these products that are in stores. However, if again you think back to different epochs on planet Earth, these those things weren't available. So nature made natural sunscreens. They come in oils and regenerators after the sun, so aloe vera after the sun, coconut oil for when you're in the sun and after, sunflower oil is another great one, olive oil if you're not sensitive. Again, test these things out. As far as drinking the coconut water, I highly recommend trying it out and seeing if you can introduce it into your daily diet again recommend organic some people will say it's too expensive organics too expensive well eventually there will be organic food and then if you really want to eat non-clean food that'll be your choice but it won't be that disparity is offset the other way right now try out the coconut water again the organic the reason for that is you then are feeding into your system a clean diet, one that's not filled with pesticides, one that hasn't been altered by adding extra stuff into it that's uh, synthetic. The system was not designed, our biology was not designed to have synthetic material in it. It doesn't operate at its optimum. Just like cars are designed a certain way to have certain fuels or operate in certain certain circumstances, we are designed to eat from nature and drink from nature, so that is the simplest form. And then if you want to have fun and mix it up a little bit, go for it, but just listen to the body. So coconut, beautiful, yummy food, and feels really good in the hot months. So see what you have available locally, and um, of course, this coconut is not available in all locations, but now it's widely available, so that's a blessing. And try it out. Listen to your body and see what happens. Uh, try it on your skin. See how it feels. Very cooling, especially in these hot months. Another beautiful ingredient that you can add to this is uh, mangoes, which, again, are great for... Uh, keeping yourself in harmony, and you can mix this and make a mango lassi, which I will post a couple of recipe links below after the show, but the mango lassi is you can put in uh, Greek yogurt, coconut milk, and a mango and mix it all up, add a little cardamom, a sprig of mint, honey if you like, fresh flakes. This will help you digest. It's a very yin cooling. It'll support your lungs, your stomach, your spleen meridians. It helps move the chi and disperse water and quench your thirst. So a beautiful, simple uh, drink to have around after a meal. And it's a great source of vitamins, uh, potassium, antioxidants, and you'll notice when you read the recipe, and there are some links on there, you can learn a little bit more. But again, simple, easy. Mango, coconut, the water, just mix it all up and see what happens. So 
that's the first yummy thing to try. And what I encourage people to do went to start to develop this relationship with your food and is to actually connect with it before you cut it open. Hold the mango, connect with it, start to feel the vibration of it, notice the colors, smell it, be present with it. The plant kingdom wants to have a conversation with us, <laughs> the trees, all of this stuff. This helps our receptors so we can understand what we need. We also then can become aware in the wild what is good for us and what's not without having a phone or a book or a scientist or a culinary chef with us, whatever it might be, you will be able to develop your instincts. So take the time to connect with your ingredients. Find good ingredients. If you're having Greek yogurt, organic Greek yogurt, organic coconut milk, uh, and then mango, organic mango, do your best to keep these foods coming in. It does affect how you can receive if all of a sudden you're eating a lot of um, materials that have chemicals on them you you'll notice as your diet gets cleaner and cleaner that you'll feel where that's draining out a lot of times it'll drain out through the feet you'll feel it in your body and the beautiful part is as soon as you start clearing out the system especially in these cool months your taste buds will awaken in a different way and you no longer will be able to eat some of those um, unusual fake foods that they put out there in the world so the next yummy food to create cooling here in the summer months is uh, watermelon. It's available. There's organic watermelon. Please uh, check that out. And uh, don't be afraid to actually dive into the seeds. In China, they do they save the seeds and spice them and flavor them in different ways. But you can actually mix them in a watermelon drink. Again, hydrating, really helpful to your kidneys, and a beautiful drink to have on hand. Or you can do it as a soup during the summer months, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's so simple. So you just put the watermelon, organic coconut water, and the flesh. You can put some raw almonds this will make it a little um thicker raw almonds that have been soaked overnight removing the skins if you have it hemp seeds sunflower seeds and then you mix it all up add some lime fresh mint if you like a little honey you can even add um a little splash of balsamic vinegar great drink hydrating this you can make into a soup so you can add a little bit more honey a little bit more balsamic vinegar and mix it up and then serve it chilled for a yummy soup to have before a meal or at the end of the meal to clear your palate. So you can do a lot of fun things with the watermelon. You can even do a shaved kind of ice. You freeze it uh, with coconut water and water and then uh, make an Italian ice with it. Again, you can serve that really in a yummy way, cooling. So why you want to eat these foods is to think about it. Uh, you're going through the day, rather than quenching your thirst with uh, synthetic sodas, uh, with drinks that are not beneficial to any part of your body, why not stop and think about, wow, I think I want to fill up on some fruit. So this is naturally, this is how nature works. This is why we have 
a lot more fruit options in the summer months. It's not by accident. It's because it's that time of year to fill our system up with the nutrients and the alchemy of the fruit. Our body needs that. It's supposed to be in the cycle of consuming then. And then as we go into the next season, when we have more squashes, we're supposed to be eating those vegetables, those fruits, apples. So think about historically how fruits and vegetables are grown. And if we can bring ourselves back to those seasons, we've forgotten that because we've grown accustomed to have anything we want when we want it. We've become this gluttonous society So to bring some balance to that, this is our opportunity to think about what we're going to consume and when we're going to consume it. So with that being said, I want you to connect to uh, just to do a little bit of a recapitulation of what you're eating right now, how you're eating it, and what fresh fruits and vegetables are available to you. And then connect with, have you been thirsty? Have you been eating balanced? Or have you been eating uh, stuff that's a little heavy where it's not making you feel comfortable? That's another gauge. So one, we we look and see, are we emotionally eating? Are we too busy to eat? Are we honoring the food we're eating? And then when we bring in the temperature, the time of year, if you're in a warmer region of the world, are you eating a little bit cooler foods? Are you eating so that you're not uncomfortable? We don't want to eat so we're overstuffed. This will bring our energy level down. In Ayurveda, this is called kapha. You might become more sedentary and not in balance. The the hydrating drinks will keep the energy moving. It will cool your body temperature so you don't overheat. And you'll stay hydrated. You don't want to... Uh, wear out your system or your liver. If you do abide in uh, alcohol, these are the watermelon, the mango lassi, and coconut water are these beautiful options to rehydrate your system. And I highly recommend that if you are abiding in any type of alcohol or any other types of foods that are dehydrating to you, that you are replenishing your fluids after or during your consumption, especially of alcohol, that you're actually constantly regenerating and filling your system with some hydrating foods and drinks that will help you. Another beautiful food that's hydrating is the cucumber. So think about in your mind's eye how many watery fruits or vegetables that you were able to abide in today. And Just count them on your fingers. And then I want you to think about what the colors were. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. If you notice, the watermelon is red. This is root energy. Again, what we eat affects our foundation, our sacred energy. And then mango, for instance, is this orange color. So womb, water energy, root earth energy so th- this is also the fun part of summer as we get to eat all this color for fruit that's really watery melons uh, so think about the colors you've had today and think about have you hydrated enough and what have you hydrated with and as you do that i just want you to recapitulate all your meals today and then i want you to recapitulate in general what you're consuming 
this will give you an indicator where you can make some uh, improvements. And the reason I really recommend rather than going extreme on any type of unusual diet or uh, anything like that, I just recommend that you think about it in just the most simple, simple way that where you can make modifications. When we make simple modifications to our diet, to the way we nourish ourselves, then it becomes a much more long-term experience and then you'll evolve to eating and having this dialogue. So as I mentioned in the beginning, you evaluate how you're eating, fast, slow, emotional, and then also evaluate are you getting what you need right now and are you willing and ready to start to have a dialogue with your food, a conversation with your food. And if you have kids, I really encourage you can make this fun. Uh, you know, you can actually let it be kind of like a theater show with the apples and the limes and the lemons. So when we have that dialogue, what happens is we start to create this conversation back and forth with this energy form that's nourishing us. So why bring up the watery fruits tonight is that it's warm, and this is our opportunity to nourish ourselves with water and it's our opportunity to mindfully be aware of the foods that we're craving. So for you, it might be watermelon, or it might be mango, or it might be pineapple, or it might be fresh plums, peaches, nectarines. Uh, berries are dwindling off or pretty much almost officially out of season. We still get a little bit of cherries here. So think about what your body is craving, what you have a nice, yummy memory towards. And then in the next, I want you to go to the store and check it out, see what's available. So the last thing I want to cover is we have watermelon, we have uh, mangoes that we can combine with the coconut water. We can have coconut water by itself. Simple, easy recipes. Another thing was nut milks. So if you're not getting enough protein or you're feeling a little like you're craving something a little bit heartier in your drink, you can soak a variety of nuts depending what is comfortable to you. Almonds, you can soak hemp seeds, you can soak sunflower seeds, cashews. Again, test it out. Listen to what you like. If you soak the almonds, remove the skins, blend it up, a really fast, yummy drink. It could be almost uh, cool to room temperature, and you'll feel how it makes your body um, feel nourished, uh, hydrated, and balanced. So play with it a little bit, and you can mix it up. Sunflower seeds are great. They remove heavy metals. Cashews are easier on the liver. Uh, it makes a really yummy milk for cashews. These are all great ingredients to add to any of these mango coconut, watermelon, limes, again, another great ingredient to add. Uh, limes are easier on the liver. If you're, you know, going on a cleanse and you, you're a heavy drinker, you've gone through chemotherapy or any medical therapy, adding uh, lime versus lemon can make a difference. Using sunflower oil versus olive oil can make a difference. Eating cashews versus almonds can make a difference because those ingredients are a little bit harder 
on the liver. The same with coconut flesh. It's a little bit more difficult on the liver. So if you're, you're taxed, if your system has been taxed, if you're stressed, if you've physically been hard on yourself, go for the stuff that is a little bit easier to move through the system. You don't need to make this hard work. So your homework is, one, to start evaluating how you're eating, when you're eating, are you eating balanced. If it's in the hot time of the year, I want you to experiment with a little fruit, blend it up, go, just go to the supermarket and see what inspires you. That's in season. Try to eat something that's grown locally, organic, and slowly play around with it and see what happens. What we're going to do is we're going to sign out with Envey, with Earth Prayer. While you do that, I want you just to connect to what you think you need right now, what you would like to have tomorrow for breakfast or tomorrow at some point or then in the next with yourself, with a friend, and see if you can bring that into your kitchen and try it out. Until next time, this is she signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste.
west and the thunder of the east and the sun. In the north, the shining elder, and the south, our mother's womb. To those above and below us, to the seen and unseen, those who have walked before and after, we ask your assistance to live simply. Please forgive us, for we know not what we do, and we thank you for all your help and strength. 